0: This is Brand Builders. We've been actively working in D2C land for years and are continuing to be in the trenches daily. I'm Matt Lady, one of the co-hosts. Each week I have an episode with Tom Brown, an episode with Richie Mishiko. Sometimes we'll have one together. We are here to share our unfiltered, candid, casual perspectives, insights, lessons, experiences on building, a D2C brand. We text about this stuff all the time and are super nerds about all things e-commerce. And we just want to share this with you and hope you get something from it. Enjoy the show. In today's episode, we're going to talk about Black Friday, Cyber Monday, 22, 2022 recap, Facebook ads equals building a business slash brand. And personal and professional goals, knowing yourself and knowing the game you're playing. But first off, Richie, what the heck is up with this hat, my guy? What is it? Hey bro. What are you
1: wearing? Okay, this is my prized possession. This is a replica Civil War officer's hat. Okay, now, before you cancel me, at least know I chose the Union side, obviously. I didn't get the gray one. That's, a hey, screw the gray one. That's, that's Confederacy. Hey man, my hero, the most underrated US president of all time, Ulysses S. Grant, the one who saved the the, the Union, saved America, in in uh, tandem with Abe Lincoln, one of the other GOAT presidents, okay, don't underrate U.S. Grant, he saved America, Uh, go watch the, the, the Grant documentary on Amazon Prime, baby, three-part series produced from the History Channel, it'll change your life. And no, then get awesome. this hat.
0: And then get the hat. Not sponsored.
1: Okay. Then get wow. this badass hat. I love yeah. you.
0: Uh, those not watching on YouTube, Richie, yep. Uh, yeah, it's you, you should be watching on YouTube for the hat itself.
1: Hey, the Battle of Shiloh is like Black Friday, Cyber Monday, guys. <laughs> Speaking
0: of Black Friday, Cyber Monday... <laughs> what a tradition. <laughs> the, transition.
1: Uh, the transition, though.
0: Um... Uh, we're recording on the first of December, so it's aftermath, a few days after Cyber Monday. What is it? Thursday. And uh, some brands have extended their sale. Surprise, extended sale. We never do this, and the, they keep extending their sale, um, or or worse. Like I don't have a problem with you extending your sale. I don't. I I, I actually don't care. But what I do care about and find interesting is when you change the offer to make it a better deal when you said it was the best deal that was going to happen and now you have all these homies who just bought and they could have saved 10 to 20% more that's what frustrates me as a consumer for sure so uh, anyway uh, Cyber Monday is like basically wrapped up um, Richie how the heck did you guys do talk to me about it
1: oh for sure uh, for sure for sure hey black friday cyber monday 2022 it was the lidiest one yet guys it was the best one yet <laughs> it was Liddy. i was i was so happy i was as happy as when i got this damn hat uh but not for real um so i'm gonna go into a little bit of numbers to ranges so for reference um blast black friday cyber monday we were down year over year so over the weekend, we did, um, the, in 2020, we did around almost a million, a little short of a million. Uh, last year, we did about three quarters of that, so we were down like 25%. Um, so, and that was just on, I'm just talking about Shopify now. So I had rejected maybe doing a little bit of the same, um, maybe somewhere in between 2021 and 2020, uh, around, you know, quarter of a mil to a mil. Between over the four over the four day weekend, right? Um, so before we get to those numbers, I thought that something might have been different the week leading up to Black Friday. I think I was texting you fucking screenshots. Yes, um, yes you were. Was I texting you screenshots over the week? Yeah. yeah. So for, for context, we launched our sale pretty early, like the first of November, and we keep the same sale. We keep the same sale, guys so uh it's not like changing numbers so don't don't come at me matt um but traditionally what we've done is really ramped spend the week like the week of black friday so starting monday so that when we're on when we get to black friday we're not like spending you know we're going from spending like 30 grand to like 150 grand right um even though uh You know, maybe some people do it. Like, I'm kind of a a wuss, and I like to, like, ride into it. Um, And historically, what's happened is over those four days, the efficiency really takes a drop. So we ran at about a 1.8 to a 2.0, MER, M-E-R. And we go from, like, above to the first 15, 20 days of the month. And then, like, those four days, it goes down, like, 1.6, 1.4, 1.2, 1.2 and Look, then looking at a one day looking at a one day on a one day day yeah one day and then on friday then it obviously goes back up for black friday right this year what happened we started ramping uh the middle of the week before so the wednesday so like uh a week and a half uh, like oh uh, a week and a day before thanksgiving so a week and two days before black friday um and we really started ramping And our efficiency held. And we were doing over 100 grand days at 2X the week of Thanksgiving, Black Friday. And I was like, oh, shit, this is, like, crazy. It's either – this is either going to mean we're really going to um, do really well, Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Or the other option is we're pulling up demand so much that our Black Friday and Cyber Monday are going to suck. So, that's what I was worried about. Um, and luckily for us, it didn't suck. We had the best Black Friday, Cyber Monday weekend we ever had. Um, Cyber Monday, uh, Black Friday, uh, I had projected doing about 270, given how the week had gone. Um, on, a, on, a, on a good note, we did about 330. Um, that's just and then Shopify. obviously, Shopify added 244 MER. That was that was really surprising. We didn't spend as much as we probably could have, but that's okay. Um, over the weekend, we uh, kept the same spend as we did on Black Friday, actually, and the efficiency fell to two, but the revenue was still really solid. It was over 250000 $250, dollars days, Saturday, Sunday, and then for us historically Cyber Monday was uh has been our best day of the year um and that trend held for us and the evening rush came and we did about 450 something i think at a wow. 2x um and uh that was awesome uh so a couple of things you know it's just you know siren wee woo wee woo you know but you know <laughs> i try to get some context um so, what are things that I think that made Cyber Monday, Black Friday, Cyber Monday? You know, one, it could be, like, the macro environment. It seems like a lot of people did well. I don't know if you've been hearing the same thing. Uh, it seems That's that way. For the most way. part, yeah. yeah. A lot, it seems like a lot of folks did well, which is awesome. Everyone go make your money. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> um, and then I think pacing the spend out earlier was awesome. It was, was a good idea. So, we didn't have to ramp super drastically over the week. Um, Instead of ramping 50% day over day, we were able to ramp 20%, and that was good. Good good for us, good pacing. We sent a lot more emails. I think we sent an email every freaking day of the month almost. <laughs> <laughs> um, I realized I was kind of being a wuss, not sending more emails, so this year I was like, screw it, we're going to send more email, and our email team really came through. Um, and over the Black Friday, Cyber Monday period... Something that really I don't know if it helped us, but it, it helped it put me a lot more at ease was actually being a nerd and tracking spend and revenue hour by hour um to make adjustments on the fly, right? So I know we bumped uh two times on Cyber Monday from what we had originally planned, you know. It uh, I I kind of I should have done this the whole weekend. Um but you know, I wanted to cut spend on Saturday coming off of Black Friday, but we didn't get to do that until the morning. Efficiency gave me a heart attack, but it came up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh wait, let's just keep it the same for tomorrow. And it worked. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just really being on top of it, I guess this year is what worked. Okay, so a
0: good, good uh, recap, good intro. Um, good context and we will we siren is uh is a reference from 2020 dsc twitter uh in 2021 where uh people just like love posting their screenshots and like trying to pretend like they are sharing something and they just want to show off the screenshot of their client and like and most of the time it's not brand founders <laughs> it's usually agency owners, yeah. media buyers and freelancers just like flexing the work that they quote did um where it's a team effort and more pieces to the puzzle than them so we'd go uh people start going around and posting little siren emojis and uh gifts of police sirens and stuff to troll people shout out dave. Shout, uh, out dave shout out dave herman uh police car chase enthusiast himself um so that's that reference okay so a couple things i wanted to ask you more about or clarify because even though you're texting me like throughout this whole time i still have questions so uh if i have questions Uh other people have questions so you said you did a ton more email did you do any sms or is sms overrated
1: oh we did sms uh i need to look at the numbers i just let uh our team handle it uh you know what i mean like general grant (laughs) Gives his orders to General Sherman, and General Sherman just, you know, took Atlanta.
0: You know what I'm saying? No, no one knows what you're saying about Civil okay, War shit. My, <laughs> my bad. My bad.
1: My
0: bad. <laughs> Basically, I let
1: I let our email and SMS team decide on the strategy. Yeah. My only mandate was let's send more. <laughs> let's try to more. send uh uh more email. I think we were a little bit more selective on SMS. You know, just because it's more yeah. expensive. Um. But we sent a healthy amount. I I think we sent at least one or two every day of that weekend. Okay. So, Yeah. Sweet. Um,
0: okay. So that's included in this email. Send more. Um, got it. That makes sense. And you're talking about ramping up spend this, this past, uh, period versus years past where you kind of did a big jump all at once, um, more so on Friday, um, have you. Have you been ramping up spend for the like 30 days before, like even into October? Or, I mean, uh, good, uh, yeah, so, I wanted to good, know
1: more good, about that. Good question. Um, I chart, tr- we try to, it really isn't that much to be honest. Cause you know, we go from spending like 15 to 20k a day, end of October, right? Um, more like actually more 10 to 15 ish actually and then we just ramp that first uh when we launch on the first of november um so actually before october before november we don't really ramp that much um if anything i'd probably want to try to ramp sooner uh i think it's hard though maybe that first i i I don't i don't know if it's you or uh if it's just me but I, i don't know if you see the same thing um but i think kind of after veterans day right the thursday or friday the second week of november is when people really feel like okay i'm gonna start looking for the deals um but that's just kind of what i've seen and then we get yeah. aggressive with it
0: yeah no i um that makes sense how um do you know how much i know it's a little different with uh post iOS 14 and retargeting and media buying being dead but how much of like the budget <laughs> allocation is going do you know from like prospecting and retargeting is there okay, do so have different
1: campaigns
0: or is that a, a Susan question, question.
1: Yeah. I think okay that's more of a Susan question but this is okay. a, but I, I was actually adjusting budgets you know because our ad account is in PST so I would just wait till like 11 o'clock every night and adjust the budgets for the next yeah. day right we, I think on Cyber Monday, we spent over 200 grand, maybe 230 grand. Wow. Well, take a guess at how much of that was in a remarketing campaign.
0: Like under 10%. Like 5%. Two thousand
1: dollars Holy.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that's literally 1% or less.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty funny.
0: Oh, and was that just because like. Was, like the return, just the same, and you're or like, is that past That's customers? Is it just like the return was know. the same, yeah? But what the heck? It worked, <laughs> <laughs> it worked, yeah. Because, like, before before Mr. uh, Mr. Tim Apple decided to shaft the, <laughs> all e commerce and D2C brands just 15 20 with the iOS 14.5, um. the the play was ramp up your spend 30 to 45 days out black friday like build your retargeting pool build your email list get by the cheaper traffic before everyone starts because everyone starts ramping up the days before the week before the day of right
1: Mm -hmm.
0: so i didn't know if like for you guys since it is such a you get one product. Bernie's a single product, a single SKU. Right. There's no, if you're not a clothing store where you can like get a few different things, or if you buy two months ago, you come back and buy again. Like, it's really not like that. It's like a single acquisition typically. So yeah. I just didn't know how that would work, looked and worked for you guys. Because that's what a lot been, of brands do. Yeah.
1: Right. I mean, we have an interesting product too, right? Where it's like really acquisition focused. There's really no LTV retention built into birdie one so it's kind of like an infomercial product right like a like a what's that one the blanket sweater oh the snuggie yeah the snuggie the snuggie you know it's kind of like a a a one-hit thing yeah
0: okay i guess that makes sense um yeah and so you guys have uh Ramped back down i'm sure somewhat but you're still running your offer through the ho- yes. through the holidays right
1: yes so this is the other thing for us that's kind of been true for the past two years since we really hit bfcm hard is that really the month of december is a lot better for us than the month of november <laughs> <laughs> Because we have our ad spend elevated, right? And what I've seen in our data is that we revert back to the levels of the Saturday, Sunday of Black Friday, Cyber Monday weekend for really the first 15 days of December. Wow. So, I mean, we could talk about this in a little bit, but we... We underprojected revenue by about a million dollars on Shopify. Uh, that was my fault. Uh, I did not know this was possible. <laughs> um, so yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna let this keep running um, for today and tomorrow, and then I want to cut the fucking spend, which I'm super pissed about. Um, but, wow. yeah, so then we're going to have to come back down and just operate more profitably, I guess. You know what I'm saying? That 3 x MER vol- baby.
0: Less volume and more, and more less profit. Volume and more more profit. Wow. Yeah. So you under... <laughs> I'm not trying to call you out. I'm just making sure I understood and heard. You underestimate, you underprojected projected by a million. A little more. Shopify. Actually,
1: more like a million and a half. Yeah, now that I think wow. about it. I think I projected two point three for November, and we did like three five, three six, and then that's um, just on Shopify,
0: right?
1: Yeah, and then we got to get into the Amazon thing, uh, where okay, I just uh, yeah laid with it. We projected around one four for the month, and then I saw how the month was going, and then I brought that projection down to one two, um, and we ended up doing one seven. <laughs> So if you go for the original projection, right, then that difference between one and one two on Shopify and about three hundred on Amazon is like a one point five under projection, which wow. is awesome, you know. But um, now we have inventory, which is fine. It's um, just good good learnings for next year. Really strong cash position. Um, but yeah, the Amazon thing surprised me even more because. Um, I think for us on Amazon, the thing is it's, uh, at least me, I don't really have, I don't have that much insight in how to control the revenue, right? It's not like, Hey, Facebook, let's go spend another 10 K today and increase revenue by like 15 to 20 K today. Right. It's, it's little, not, it's not like that on Amazon. So what I was seeing the beginning part of the month, we were pacing at around 1.2 run rate, um. Mm-hmm. But then I knew we were gonna get a spike on on Cyber on Black Friday, and it came. Um, and then we started running a lightning deal. Um, so uh, you could p- probably go look up what that is. It's like an offer that you run specifically on Amazon. We launched it on Cyber Monday a few days ago, actually. Dang! Cyber Monday was only three days ago. Are you yes, that's, me? What, that's <laughs> what I learned. <like. laughs> What? You, said, <laughs> you said you, you said, said it. it. I <laughs> said it. <laughs> when, like this is the it's like an eternity ago. I'm just looking at the calendar. <laughs> what the hell? Are you kidding me? Damn, I'm full of Shit, I'm tired. <laughs> um, Go, take a nap. You got to rest. Fuck. Um, and then Cyber Monday, uh, we launched and it's running through this Sunday um, for a week, and okay. we went from doing 110 on black friday around 75 80k every day between the 75k saturday 80k sunday and then we went all the way up to 350k on cyber monday <laughs> what
0: yeah wow absolutely incredible so
1: um and that is still carrying over so yeah. we're pacing at 150k amazon days
0: wow so, and is that
1: that's organic and paid right yeah i think uh we on cyber monday we spent like three thousand dollars on amazon so it was like uh or 3500 so it was like 100x roas or something like that something crazy so,
0: oh OS so okay okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay but on amazon there's uh there's more fees compared to
1: shopify right oh yeah there's more fees but for you know Just the way that our business works, it's more profitable still to be on Amazon because we spend way less on ads. Yeah, no. You know, we're not getting 100 x ads every day, you know what I'm saying, but.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, not at all, but so it's more demand. So with that low of ad spend, do you think you could have spent more on ads and gotten even more? No, it's just like, it's all demand capture, huh? Yeah, it's more like Google. Yep. Yeah. Okay.
1: It's like SEO, man. But not SEO like oh you're getting people to your website like SEO people are already in product for in market for product yeah you know hmm. good channel good channel good
0: good channel good stuff shout out Mark <laughs> uh, so okay so that's SMS email Amazon Facebook re- retargeting talked about a few different stuff stuff's there have you guys done like tried youtube
1: at all is that in the mix at all or no oh uh, no no TikTok, no youtube too lazy wow. probably gonna get should get to it next year <laughs> too lazy
0: oh man i i think uh
1: dude
0: i don't think that i don't think it will ever get to the same scale um mm-hmm. but i think TikTok is like going to be a very solid number two and you'll see some like spillover effects, both towards Shopify right. and and Amazon with TikTok. So, man, uh, it's such a, vi- like, it's such a visual and audio, like, you know, product that you can just demonstrate instantly. Right. right like right. you know what it is. So especially on that sort of platform where it's short form video only, uh, right. it's just like in your face. And it's cheap. It's very affordable. It's in that impulse buy price range. And I think that's, uh, I don't know what your target demo or not target demo, but like what the age demo distribution is for purchasers. And if it might be skewed, cause a lot of them might be end up being gifts or like for family and they give them to like younger kids. But I think there might be a, you know, a nice little, nice little piece of pie on TikTok for you guys. Oh, definitely yeah
1: you gotta just yeah. gotta stop being lazy you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think like dude like take
0: just take some money i'm sure you could as for 10 grand on t- ads a month uh-huh pe- and like go just try it out and figure it out you have a ton of creative you might have to adjust it a little bit or re-edit it a little bit but like you won you one. yeah I know, but that's insane. So you have to keep us posted on how that goes. Do um, you even, want to talk like, about
1: what you guys did or no?
0: I mean, sure, sure. So like with Subtown, again, no, we didn't have any offer for the mattresses. We've never done a sale or a discount um, in six years since the brand started. So um, I did a no sale uh, ad, <laughs> no sale, same price year round as a headline on this like static image and uh-huh. that like, that got tw- like 20 or so purchases attributed to it. And that's a lot for us because our spend is not nearly at the same uh, big boy level as you guys. Um, <laughs> our spend is like 9k for the whole month. So 20
1: uh, X ROAS baby, <laughs> but it was like
0: a Tony X ROAS in platform. So um, we did, we did benefit from, the increased like buying behavior of what people are just buying more. They're looking for gifts, they're shopping. They're, they got their wallets ready, their credit cards out. The buy now, pay later platforms <laughs> logged in, Affirm, <laughs> Klarna, Afterpay, etc. cetera. Um, so sometimes we did pretty good. We had three really strong days in a row between uh friday saturday sunday and pretty good on on, on cyber monday um but mm-hmm. we so we're we're pretty efficient for now it's december 1st so november was pretty efficient a higher mer than we were doing the previous two months so and we're still still on wordpress that's not the shopify site yet <laughs> <laughs> so, so we got over a seven seven x mer uh no email wordpress like just chilling, so um, that was Stumptown. And then, uh, fun fact for those listening and following along: I got I started a freelance gig with another brand in their portfolio uh, next to Swag, uh, next to Stumptown Mattress, called Swag Off Road. And so we kind of last minute threw together some stuff, kind of advised them on. Some ads and a more email strategy, but not too big came of it. But ultimately, the weekend we ended up seeing about twenty to I think it's about thirty grand higher uh, this this year compared to last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lower Cyber Monday because they only do a single day sale for Cyber Monday, and it's like they're <sighs> one one or two like days all uh-huh. all year for the sale. But this year they did a early access to the email list so we did see a, like a brief uh, a three times as big of a black friday 2022 compared to 2021 so it's three times as big on black friday so like 45k instead of 15k and then monday was like 30 grand short of last year's total but we made up for it Friday, out. Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah, it was a little more spread out. So um the offer is pretty simple. It's ten it's ten percent off all orders, and then fifteen percent off if you order thirteen hundred dollars or more. <laughs> that's a crazy deal. So yeah. So we uh I saw some like a thousand, fifteen hundred, two thousand, yeah. two thousand five hundred dollar orders coming in. And I was just like, wow. That's incredible. So I, I had my Shopify notifications on just to feel something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's their sale. And then it kind of normalized so far the rest of this week back down to like 15 to 20 K days, which is, you know, not bad. <laughs> Cause again, no paid ads, <laughs>
1: just, <laughs> just organic. Ad and no ad infinity mer.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, so Like pretty good between those two brands that either. um, And then I'll be, I should be working with Swag Off Road at a, not a full time capacity, but at a larger capacity. uh, Figured out sometime this month and then um, in the next few months, kind of do a pilot program. But essentially, I would want to just ramp up ad spend, get them over to Clavio instead of just MailChimp. <laughs> uh, literally, could literally couldn't tell properly how much set up pixel
1: properly yeah set properly set up a
0: facebook pixel like dude all this stuff like mid seven figure brand insane like it just goes to show you how, like product is so much more important than like all these marketing gurus make it out to be like oh it's Facebook and my account structure and this and that and dude if you have a good product like <laughs> That's what matters, cheat code. product, yeah, it's the most important thing you're selling, so uh yeah, that's pretty not nearly as much to recap on my end compared to you, but that might change next year um, so okay, so then uh just a couple more quick ones, and then we will kind of keep it keep it moving uh keep it shorter this this week, so I saw we saw a tweet the other day. <laughs> Because there's a lot of discourse around <laughs> uh, Facebook ads, like, and <sighs> there's a couple of different tweets and conversations. I don't want to rehash it all, but basically, performance there's marketing. Two sides. Performance marketing is like ruining what it means to build a business. But like the other side of it is like. Some businesses don't exist without performance marketing. So it's, 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 it's really dogmatic conversation. It's black and white apparently. And it's not like at all. It's not black and white, like most things in life, but you know, that doesn't get engagement on Twitter. So you got to just take a stance and stick with it. Even if you're wrong. Don't get followers. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But like Facebook ads, like has built so many businesses.
1: (laughs) <laughs> like, you can I love Mark Zuckerberg, man. <laughs>
0: you you happily pay him Zuck bucks. Like you'll pay him the Zuck tax all day. Uh, it's you get distribution that in customers you wouldn't have gotten otherwise. Like there's not a more efficient channel for many brands still to this day. Like I, I just don't think these conversations are centered around the same brands that we're talking about. <laughs> We're talking about the bootstrap bands from like zero to 20 million versus like the big brands of like 50 to 100 million plus and it's like, oh Facebook is just one part channel in the marketing mix like like first of all, like <laughs> I don't know like I feel like some brands have gotten to 50 to 100 million basically on Facebook alone uh, so I don't really I don't I just don't get like why people care so much first of all.
1: You know, yeah, you you know what it is? I think people have their own self, people always have their own self-preservation in mind. You know what I'm saying? And it's like anything, it's religion, it's politics, it's sports, it's anything with like a core belief system. Like as stupid Mm -hmm. as it sounds, people have core beliefs on their careers, right? And their businesses. So, one side of the coin, right, more of, like, the Facebook ad is ruining everything, comes from, like, a, and I, um, it, it comes from the perspective of, like, hey, like, br- brands are, like, meant to be here for hundreds of years, it's, like, an art, right, it's, like, it has to be done tastefully, whatever the hell that means, right, <laughs> um, and then the other side of the coin is, like, yeah. We're just, we're the only thing we're doing is optimizing for like return on spend for performance, right. To generate sales. Okay. And each of those people have different career interests, right. Based on, you know, how they, 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 uh, their like, and it's kind of the same thing, the discussion that we were having the other day, where yeah. it's like <clears throat> with people you have to know your goals in life, your goals in, right? Because like, why are you in business? Okay, why do you have a job? You do that because that's part of the equation to having a good life, right? You don't start a business just to start a business. You start a business because it's, it's a potential answer to how to live a good life, right? So how do you, what's a good life? Well, here's the thing. Everyone has a different perspective on what a good life is, okay? So some people say, hey, I just need cash, right? I don't really care for this business to be alive for a hundred years. Right. I want to make money and that's it or not. That's it. But like, that's kind of like I'm really oversimplifying the argument. Right. Yeah. Um, so with that, that that's going to have a different set of behaviors, right? That's going to lead to a different set of behaviors because you have different goals for, uh, your business because in your context, how to live a good life the way your business needs to operate and perform is a lot different, right? Than someone who is thinking super long-term, right? How do we build this thing into like a billion dollar brand over the course of decades, right? That's a completely different conversation. Right. And if you, and I, I understand that point because if you look at the biggest brands in the world, you know, the freaking stereotypical ones, like the Nikes, the Apple, oh. the Disney, oh. the PNGs, yeah. all of them, like uh, Ralph Lauren, they've literally been in a business for decades, some over like a century. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and and I agree. I think Sean uh, from Ridge put this in his tweeted out or put it in his newsletter or something basically said like you know you could discount because guess what it doesn't really matter people don't care because your five-year-old business isn't really a brand yet (laughs) and to an extent it's true you know what i'm saying um it's my core belief that brands are built over decades like true brands are built over decades and that comes from like a lot of distribution right um and it's like a compounding thing like you like if you like you know anything about like, compound interest like you're just gonna make more of a course of four years than you are over like three or four years it's just how the world works so uh yeah i think it's a pretty like dumb conversation honestly and i feel like people are just like <laughs> it's like hey like you're like a like a devout like catholic i'm gonna try to convert you to become like a muslim or a jew or like a buddhist or like a hindu it's not gonna work <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah I mean the edge cases, but it's like, like how many people are, are going to like jump shit or switch their like whole like ideology and people could have different ideologies at different points of their life. You know what I mean? So it's not, it's not static at all. I don't know. I just think it's dumb.
0: Yeah. No, I think you explained it very well. Um, broke it down, especially with religion It's kind of that
1: core belief and that sticking point of like, this I- is my
0: truth. You know
1: right and then like you try to impose your truth on everyone. that's the part that I don't like about it because it basically makes the assumption that you have the same worldview and the same goals Um, or that your view perspective worldview is like superior to others.
0: yeah and so this is like we'll, we'll wrap up by going into what you you briefly alluded to it of like our conversation the other day was like personal goals and business goals right and we're playing like we've, we've been talking like a lot for like almost almost daily for like two and a half years but it only till recently literally in the last seven days we've i at least maybe he knew this but maybe only i came to realize that we are playing as of right now we're playing and going for very different games and very different goals and for me I'm, I'm working towards more like 50 grand a month as like my end game, like my goal, right? Like th- that to me is like still something to work rich. towards. And, and that's still plenty. That's so much. That's 600 grand a year. Like <laughs> Right. That's, that's, a, that's a lot of money. Uh, and so I'm working towards that number uh, across job, businesses, opportunities, projects, et cetera. And so Richie's working towards a number that is at least 10 times as much as that, if not higher. And so the, the business opportunities and projects and like opportunity cost and our decisions are, are very different. They're weighed and they're not always aligned and that's okay. And so okay. we've come, t- That's okay, because now I realize that, and I want to play my game, he's going to play his game, and we still have something in common, and we're playing the same similar games, or we have similar overlapping things, like, we're going to build this podcast, we're going to do this for a very long time at infinitum, like, a very long time, years, right, like, it's going to compound, it's going to be fun to look back and pull the clip from, like, this moment in like 10 years from now (laughs) it's gonna see like where we're at uh it's like playing we're playing basketball
1: but it's like 1v1 or like five on five it's just different
0: it's just different it's different set of like rules and goals and methodologies so um that's similar very similar to like facebook ads performance marketing brand building it's just different. It's all different. There's different ways to play it. There's different tools. You just really have to know, be self-aware, and figure it out for yourself first, what you want out of your life, your business.
1: And then there's... Yeah. And, Go ahead. And like when people, like I just don't like, you know, people, they might give advice. There's a lot of people who give advice, right? And <laughs> some of it is good. Some of it is bad. But you got to know what... Um, fits into your how you play, like what your goals are, and I think sometimes I mean obviously it's like Twitter, you only have like two hundred eighty characters or whatever the hell. Um, but you know, it uh, uh, it just might not work for you. So you got to know yeah. the you you're the one that knows the context of your business. That's all your business, say. your
0: life. Yeah. Your life.
1: Uh, if you're the loudest
0: people and Alex for for example, is one that has popped up over the last year or two years all over social media. Uh, if you're in the business entrepreneur marketing world, and he's like, he has, he runs what, acquisition.com now. And it's like a holding company and they buy, invest and operate businesses, whatever. And it's like a hundred million dollars. Like, he's playing a very different game in scale (laughs) like sure some of his advice might make sense at some parts but you're you're playing two different games and you should not just like try to copy exactly what he's doing unless you're trying to do what he's doing and most people think they want that but they don't want the stress in building a team and employees and multiple businesses to 100 million dollars personally that sounds stressful shit um i will uh i'm not striving for that i think i might like accidentally end up at like 10 million but when i'm going for my like 50k a month you know like i might get to a million I like, i might get to 5 million at in like 5 10 15 years right but i, I don't think i'm gonna accidentally get to 100 million dollars a year that's ins- like you, hey, maybe you know, with inflation that's okay Maybe. <laughs> maybe but like that's not my goal and I'm not playing that game I'm not optimizing for that so uh, I think that's it that's a wrap um, just know what you're playing what your business is what your life goals are know yourself know we'll your definitely worth. send
1: more emails during Black Friday no,
0: send more emails send more emails always <laughs> more emails find a hat you like wear it life's short just hey watch way. the
1: Grant documentary three part series on Amazon Prime good show Good show.
0: Um, All right, that's it. Uh, Thanks for listening. We'll catch you on the next episode of Brand Builders. Next one will be back with Tom. So uh, catch you then. Peace. That's it for today. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. I love being able to do this and meet with people that are smart and enthusiastic and just want to share what they have to know about all things D2C. Every rating and review and episode you share with a friend means a ton to me as i continue to bootstrap this show as part of my small little media brand high key geek if you haven't checked out my other show ecommerce uncovered you should it's a little more tactical and practical and i've guest experts on to learn from freelancers agency owners in-house marketers and founders all in an effort to help you continue to bootstrap your d2c brand profitably two episodes a week will have you staying up to date On the ever-changing industry and learning fundamental concepts and tactics for you to apply to your own brand that's e-commerce uncovered on the high key geek youtube channel spotify apple or anywhere else you find your podcasts catch you next time